everyone and it's podcast with Nora and long time no see I've been so busy lately that I've been missing a lot of stuff um yeah um, education comes first I had a lot to do and I wanted or I needed that time off now, um, I really want uh, to uh, try talking about different topics. Now, the topic that I'll be talking about today would be the five love languages. Um, it's actually really good because actually I read it and I read read the ways and they're different and creative ways so you know sometimes you hear a story or this is something not a story you hear a family member that is talking about uh you know that uh, cousin who was um who got married a few months ago like 11 months ago they or she um she's divorced now and whatever what or not divorced there they may tell you that there is a lot of problems between her and her husband and or spouse there are a lot those stories we hear a lot of this in our daily world but have we ever asked ourselves why why is it like that? You know, I always love asking myself why because I feel like when I ask myself why, I learn and I have experience too. Now, fast forward, we don't want to go into a deep, uh, we don't want to go deeply into that, but I actually asked myself why. I thought about it a lot, and then I um, suddenly saw this interview. Um, when I saw the interview, uh, it was... Uh, I'll just drop the link. Um, uh, yeah, when I saw the interview, this man, his name is Anas, he talked about the five love languages, and it's a book... I'll just give you a full recap about the book right now. But, um, yeah, it's by Grady Champman. Champman, sorry. Uh, It's by Grady Champman. Champ, what? Champman, sorry. I'm not trying to disrespect any name, but I don't want to say it wrong. Now, The Five Love Languages by Grady Champman. Uh, you should all go and take the book or buy the book if you really are struggling. So, what will we learn in this book? Or, yeah, let us actually describe the book in three sentences. So, uh, people, first of all, you know that people speak different love languages. There are five ways or love languages. Uh, that we're going to go through right now. So, after many years of marriage, 
marriage counseling, Chapman's conclusion is that there are five emotional love languages, five ways that people speak and understand emotional love. So we're going to see, or I'm, I'm repeating five emotional love languages or five different love languages because, or you are really, you may be really curious to know what they are. We are going by the points. So Champ Man believes that once you identify and learn to speak your spouse's primary love language, you will have discovered the key to a long-lasting, loving marriage. Um, so the five big ideas. Uh, first of all, before saying the five <clears throat> uh, ideas, I'm going to tell you. So the words... Uh, the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. I will go through them after, but uh, the meanings of each one of them. But right now, we will stick with uh, the five big ideas. So now we have led to believe, we have been led to believe that if we are really in love, it will last forever. However, once the experience of falling in love has run its courses, we return to the world of reality and begin to assert ourselves. Some couples believe that the end of the, uh, of the in love experience means that they have only two options. A life of mis mis misery with their spouse or jump ship and try again. So, however, this is third. Uh, there is a third and better alternative. When we can recognize the in love experience for what it was, a temporarily emotion high, and now pursue real love with our spouse. Your partner's complaints are the most powerful indicators of her or her her or his primary love language there is nothing more powerful than loving your partner even when they're not responding positively you know i read this paragraph but what but i you know when you read and you don't understand this is me i should really no look in my point of view keep everything i said look if you want a good, long-lasting marriage, marriage, why? Okay, marriage, or a happy relationship, you should learn your spouse's or your partner's um, uh, love language, which are the five following that I said, and I'm going to say. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, act of service, and physical touch. So, we we will go through every one of them and what they mean. So, Champman is convinced that. One moment, sorry. So I don't want to read. I want to talk to. So Champman is convinced convinced that keeping the emotional love tank full. So there is a tank of love. You know the tank of. Uh, the petrol tank, we have a love tank. 
it is important in a marriage to keep the oil or the uh, petrol's level um, full. So, when your spouse's emotional love tank is full and they feel secure in your love, the world becomes or looks bright and your spouse will move out to to reach their highest potential life. You know, verbal compliments or words of appreciation are powerful communicators of love. What will happen to you if you complimented your spouse or your partner? Oh my god, what are you wearing? It looks really good. The dinner, oh my god. I wish I eat this every day. I'm not getting bored of eating anything you cook. What will happen if you said this from your heart? Not saying it because someone suggested you. Now, I imagine the scenario. You heard me saying this. You went. You complimented her. It's not from your heart. It's like you're saying, hi, hello. Uh, what do we have for No, What are we going to eat for dinner? No, you should really mean it. And if you aren't, um, you don't know how you, you're going to get it from your heart, then there's no love. How can you, I mean, complimenting someone living with you, staying with you without loving them? You know, if I, my sister, if I'm going to compliment her, I'm going to compliment her from my heart. Not because I heard someone telling me, compliment them, whatever. You know, sometimes when you see someone in, in a center or in a mall, oh my God, your skirt, I love it. It's amazing. You know, when someone tells me, I love my, your nails, uh, your... um skirt your shoes i i one straight week i stay thinking about this thing it's not between our topic now is about a marriage life but if we talk in general oh my god i stay oh my god i daydream about them um yeah and i try to repeat the moment it really makes me happy so um also, giving verbal compliments or giving compliments in general is one way to express your words of affirmation to your spouse. So it encourages them or it's an encouraging word. We must first learn what is important to our spouse. Only then can we give encouragement? So you should learn your spouse's behavior. Uh, okay, my spouse loves uh, verbal wor- words of affirmation. You to- talk to them. You, um, how could you say that? You encourage them. Or you, you know, affirmation. How? Yeah, everyone knows. So, sometimes our words say one thing, but our tone of voice says another thing. So, are you okay? Um, yes, I'm okay. How? Yes, I'm okay. The difference between both of them. So, you may be saying, yes, I am okay. This is the word. 
but your tone of voice is another thing. So we can choose to live today free from the failures of yesterday. So you are the one now, but you are here for a reason. This is a message for you. So you saw the title, clicked on the video or the podcast, and you chose or you should choose from your heart. If you're living a a complicated marriage, you should choose from your heart to live today free from failures. So yesterday they were failures. Today we want to live Failure free, if that is a word. If it isn't a word, yay, I invented a word or I made up a word. Whatever. When you make a request of your spouse, you are affirming his or her worth and abilities. You are introducing the element of choice. This is important because we cannot get emotional love by way of demand. You know the difference between demand and between introducing um look um you can't force someone to do something they don't want to do you know when i do something uh, when me someone orders or wants for me to do something um i do it or sometimes not everything but it doesn't come from my heart and it's really different when it comes from my heart so you should if you request me can you please bring that thing you are giving me a choice you are requesting me which is really important because we cannot get emotional love by way of demand you cannot tell me Okay, now this is not related to the explanation, but look, bring that thing for me. What is that? Wait, can you please give me that thing? Can you can you give me that thing? It's not, you're not asking me. You are demanding for me, bring that thing. Can you please bring that thing? Bring that thing. Can you please bring that thing? There, it's different when you are giving me the choice. Okay, now, I gave you this example, but if you're, um, if you are, um, demanding, or let's say you want from someone love by demand, something that you want, they don't want. I mean, you're not giving them the choice to choose loving you or to choose you. You are telling them, me. Come choose me. You are. Imagine. I'm standing there. Come, uh, what is the game? I don't know why I chose a Japanese video. Or I don't know. A video. They put uh, two lines. Woman and men. You know. Uh, the, the, there are kids. It's, I don't know what's the point of the video. But every uh, kid goes. And uh, I think it's in Japan. Uh, goes and holds the uh, boy from his uh, uh, hand and he, she pulls him t- towards him. They hold hands and walk. So there was a boy standing front. Maybe five girls came, pulled him, pulled him. He threw or took off their hands. He waited for the last girl, which was, I don't know, maybe his crush, I don't know. 
they're all, like really small. Maybe his friend, I think. Uh, he waited for her. The girls are pulling him. They are demanding love. They want the love. Come on, give me love. And he just threw their hand or took off their hand. I mean, you can't just order love or emotion. Yeah, you cannot get emotion by force. So, uh, we talked a lot about uh, in this topic, but whatever. So, if your mate's primary love language is quality time, your spouse simply wants you being with them, spending time. Imagine your um, um, your spouse loves spending time. Or he stays with you a lot. He loves. Uh, he is at home a lot. Um, he's with you twenty four seven. That means he wants you to stay with him too. It's not. He's imagine you're walking and um, you're walking and or no, uh, you know a duck and her kids. Imagine there is one kid. So this is you and this is your husband. Where your spouse behind you, he's running after you, he's feeling left out. You know, how how much would he walk after you? He He's walking with you because he wants to spend a quality time with you. Just imagine this uh, scenario, a duck and uh, a mother duck and her son is behind her. Let's imagine her son, okay? Um... He's, she's walking and he's walking behind her. He wants that attention. He's walking with her. Why? Because he wants quality time. What do you, what do you want in um, response? You want someone to spend quality time with you. So when you spend quality time with your spouse or with your person, here they feel, feel not left out. You know... I heard in the interview that I told you I saw, it's AB Talks, but it's in Arabic language. You can just see the translation down. So, uh, I uh, heard the woman say, or, uh, yeah, she said that she, um, yeah, you know, I forgot, forgot what I was talking about. So, whatever, fast forward. I'm trying to remember. No. Whatever. So, spending time with your mate is a common pursuit. Communicates that you... Communication that you care about each other. That you enjoy being with each other. That you like to do things together. When you spend time with your partner, it means that you enjoy being with each other. Or you should enjoy being with each other. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, I remembered what I heard from the interview. So she said that every time she she's with her fiancé, not her uh, spouse. But yeah, uh, every time her she and her fiancé uh, um, has an, uh, they have a, an argument, they talk to each other. They don't stay apart. You know... Um, if I have a problem or something's annoying me, I talk because uh, she says that she talks. Uh, you know when you keep 
the thing that you want to say inside. When you stay, imagine, imagine, imagine. You know the helium, uh, the um, oh my god, yeah, the helium balloon. When you uh, now imagine you go to a flower shop or whatever, a place that has a helium balloon and you want, uh, they are now uh, filling the balloon. Imagine the helium or the gas that is inside is the problems or the things that you dislike in your partner, okay? Or something, the things that annoy you, Okay. If you didn't release, if you did not release this attention that you have uh, on you, it will explode, or just your your you will hear a pop. The same thing when you put a lot of gas or helium in the helium balloon or in the balloon, it pops. Why? There is a lot of pressure. You're putting a lot of gas. Okay, what would... uh, Okay, now you... Let's imagine you uh, put... Let the pressure and stress eat you up. Eat you over. Now, I don't talk with my partner. I keep everything in me. When I come and explode... I may even say things that I don't mean and our relationship just by just silly things that I said may end our relationship or put a big block or misunderstanding between us. And yeah, to avoid that, to avoid this mistake, don't wait Till the balloon pops. And say. If I did that. If I did that. What if I tried that. What? Don't say that. Talk with your. The thing that I'm trying to give you is. Talk. As soon as you uh, feel annoyed. Or are annoyed about something. Talk with your partner. Release the tension. Release the stress. And. In this way, you're not going to pop. You're not going to be filled with helium, which is the bad uh, tension. Um, yeah, and you're going to end up not popping in a beautiful, good balloon. And after a few days, you're going to fall in the ground or to the ground. And little by little, the balloon starts getting smaller why the tension is low no stress no whatever yeah i think that no one would stay till the video till the podcast story here so i'll do another uh, podcast talking about this helium example but in any way you shouldn't Keep everything in you. Uh, by the way, the helium example is from me, my mind, and yeah, the strike that I'm 
the author. I don't know if this needs an author or no, but I'm the author. Okay, yeah, we talked about the quality time, spending time, so. So, now, one of the most common dialects is that um, uh, the quality dialects that quality conversation by by quality conversation Chapman means sympathetic dialogue where two individuals sharing their experiences as I said two dialogue or two individuals sharing experiences thoughts feelings and desire in a friendly uninterrupted context 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 Context, you know the text and con- context. I'm teaching myself, by the way. So words of affir- affirmation focuses on what we are saying, whereas quality conversation focuses on what we are hearing. So we must be willing to give advice, but only when it is requested and never in a condescending matter so i think that i need advice 24 7 i love advices you know i am really happy i think that every person i every person i meet i'm gonna tell them about the five love languages i told my friends about it today <laughs> i told my friend because she's the only friend that is in a relationship so ask yourself what emotion is my spouse experiencing? When you think you have the answer, confirm it. For example, it sounds to me like you are... Okay, now, uh, what emotion is my spouse experiencing? Ask yourself, I'm asking myself, what experiences is sync is, let's say, Alex. Okay, what experience is Alex experiencing? What, um, what emotion is Alex experiencing um think or ask yourself then you should conform it how you would conform it ask alex or whoever um it sounds alex it sounds to me like you're feeling disappointed because i forgot that we are going on a date together tomorrow or yesterday whatever i don't know i made up something so one way to learn new patterns is to establish a daily sharing time so each of you or yeah you and your spouse your partner yours you should talk with each other about three things that happened to you that day how you feel about them Champman calls this the minimum daily requirement for healthy marriage. So I'm going to do it with my sister because I'm not married. So the essential ingredient is a quality activity. This is the question. So at least one of you wants to do it. So you should uh, or yeah, at least one of you wants to do it the other is willing to do it both of you 
know why you are doing it to express love by being with each other or together. A gift is something that I don't love, by the way. I don't love um, a lot of gifts and I feel like they are not a symbol of um, love. Not in that way, wait. Now, if someone bought me an expensive gift, it doesn't have a place in my heart as much as a handmade, handcrafted gift or something that's made by them. You know, if you made me any uh, clay ring, I'm gonna feel like I own the world rather than Dolce & Gabbana, Dior, Chanel, uh, Versace. <laughs> uh, I said it in that way because I heard a video of Gigi saying, it's not Versace, uh, Versace. It's Versace, 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 okay, I got it, Versace, the fact that I repeated it a lot is, yeah, so, now, I said that I don't love gifts, but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna mention, not mention it, because I don't love it, so, a gift is something, so, you can hold in your hands, (laughs) so, imagine, your spouse or your love of your life giving you this or holding a gift in their hand imagine any gift and say and giving it to you what will you say oh look he was thinking of me or she uh, remembered me or he was thinking of me or she was thinking of me or he remembered me i repeated it but with a different he and she so now physical presence in the time of crisis is the most powerful gift you can give if your spouse's primary love language is receiving gift look if you're present when i have a problem if you are with me and my okay this gift is really a power or the most powerful gift it shouldn't be um a gift um an object or a thing it could be emotional support could be a gift a physical presence in a time where i really need you or a crisis could be a gift so now this thing is the thing that i love this act service of this or sorry i oh my god this love language is my favorite what is it it is an act the act of service champman means doing uh, champman means doing things you know your spouse would like you to do Love is a choice and cannot be. Okay, sorry. It cannot be by demand. Each of us must decide daily to love or not love our spouse. If we choose to love, then expressing it in the way in which our spouse requests will make our love most effective. Emotional. Imagine your spouse loves. Uh, receiving gifts if you gave him or he requests that thing if you expressed it on giving in giving him gifts 
this will make love most effective emotionally. Um, yeah, I hope you got me. So, people tend to criticize their spouse most loudly in the area where they themselves have the deepest emotion. No need. Don't make the mistake of believing that that the touch that brings pleasure to you will also bring pleasure to her. So, some people think that, um, you know, I love this way of um, expressing my feeling. She should love it too. No. Um, what should we say? Respect her way. Sorry. Respect her way of um, love and she will respect yours. So, um, yeah, so let me repeat that sentence again. Don't make the mistake of believing that the touch that brings you pleasure, the touch that, uh, let's say physical touch, that brings you pleasure will also bring her pleasure. You may like it, but she won't. Maybe she doesn't. So maybe she's doing that to please you, which is really wrong she can't do anything to please you she's not here to please you Uh, she's here to please you if she wants to so a common mistake many men make in assuming that physical touch is their primary love language so yeah most problems in marriage have little to do with physical technique, but everything to do with meeting emotional needs. If your deepest pain is the critical judgment of words of your spouse, then perhaps your love language is words affirmation. Champman suggests three ways to discover your own primary language. So, ask yourself, what does your spouse do or fail to do that hurts you most deeply? Ask yourself that question. Now, um, I actually think, in my opinion, I'm not in a relationship and I've never been. So, uh, the thing that would hurt me most deeply if I was in a relationship and my spouse if he did that here he's gonna hurt me the most is um ignoring me or um let's say um yeah ignoring me or not giving me the value or the value that I need I'm not waiting from him but that is something that I can I have the right to ask for yeah, the opposite of what hurts you most probably is your love language. The opposite of what hurts you most is probably your love language. So what hurts you the most, the opposite of that is your love language. So I said ignoring me. That means someone who gives me attention is my love language. You got me? Um... Yeah, so I knew. 
what have you most often often what often requested of your spouse um what have you request from your spouse uh that um yeah what is the thing that you recently requested your spouse or that you often request your spouse that thing that think about it and then just come back i'm gonna tell you about it i'm gonna give you time to pause if you're still here so if you're back then yeah now that thing that you most often request is the thing you have most of uh, it's the thing sorry that uh, the thing that would make you feel most loved the thing that you uh, most uh, you often request is the thing that makes you feel loved or feel most loved so yeah uh, the thing that you often request or ask for is the thing that makes you feel most loved now the last one is what in what way do you regular uh, regularly sorry express love to your spouse what is your method to expressing your love to your spouse so pose if you want and then come back So I don't know what if you post or no, but your method of expressing love may be an indication that would may would also make you feel loved. So all of those questions are for you to discover yourself or to discover uh, your own primary love language. Sorry, there is a crack in my voice, but I don't know what to do. So. Almost never do two people fall in love on the same day. And almost never do they fall out of love on the same day. Champman calls that the disequilibrium of the, of the in-love experience. Love is not the answer to everything, but it creates a climate, a climate sorry, of security in which we can seek answers to choose things that bother us. Can emotional love be reborn in ma- in a marriage you bet the key is to learn the primary love language of your spouse and choose to speak it so questions for you or your spouse or you answering instead of your spouse whatever you want to call it. so how i will just say them quickly <clears throat> how does First, how does your spouse respond when you try to show affection? Two, on on a scale of one to ten, how fully is your love tank? Or how full is your love tank? Three, can you point pinpoint a time in your marriage when reality set in? How did this affect your relationship, for better or worse? Four, what would you most like to hear your spouse say to you? Five, what in your marriage detracts from spending quality time? 
Six, reflect on ways to give gifts, even if fiance. Sorry, I said a word. Even if finances are tight. Seven, many act of service will involve household chores, but not uh, not all. What are some non-chore way of serving your mate? Eight, recall some not sexual touching times that enhance between the two of you. Intimacy between the two of you. Nine, do you think by now you have a good sense of what your spouse's loving language is? How about them for you? What more would you do to explore this? 10. A key thought here is the idea of speaking our mate's love language, whether or not it is natural for us. Why is this a fundamental to a healthy marriage? 11. And last question. What does your spouse do to make you feel more significant? How about what you do for them? So, there are a lot of things. A lot of um, um, love languages. And not only love languages, there are effective things that you can do which would really... um, improve the way you look at your marriage or it could save marriages or your marriage yeah i'm really tired right now it's 11 19 a.m p.m sorry and it took me 42 minutes of my time to do all this so yeah, plus I have homework to do and I still am about to complete. So yeah, plus I check every source, everything I do and say before saying it. So yeah, thank you all and bye. See you. Thank you for watching. Uh, plus next the next podcast would be about uh the balloon and helium ex- uh, experiment or explanation sorry and thank you so much bye